Okay, now I'm ready. Okay. That was it. You just needed that, to make that note. Just one little note. Okay. Welcome to the Simplicity Show with Sue and Vince, where we talk about what's happening in the credit union industry, the world, and right here on our credit union team. I can't talk when you're doing whatever you're just, you just do. Up. Don't, could you not? Just warming up. Stop, stop warming up when I'm trying to talk. Darn it. <laughs> in this episode, we are diving into splash. a topic with a splash. That's, that's uh, the noise it makes when we dive in. Yeah. Sorry. It, all of our topics are my favorite topics. It's weird, right? This one. It's almost like we choose what we want to talk about <laughs> and then we just do it. And then. This one is a particular favorite. Uh, we are diving into the big fancy word phrase would be regional colloquialisms. Yes. Specifically, things us Wisconsin folks say that maybe other people around the country or the world don't. Including but not limited to the word folk. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And this, there's a couple reasons I like this as a topic. And not just, it is rich with humor, Mm -hmm. right? So that makes it fun to discuss. But also... For me, there's this this moment of realization. Transcendence. Right. Okay. When, <laughs> like, when you realize, like, something that you do isn't something everybody does. Right. Oh, I, I love that. That it realization. makes you feel very special. Yeah. So this, uh, maybe for you, listener, this episode will be full of those. Uh, there will be. There was a few of those realizations for me. It will be full of something, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> there were definitely some things that I knew were Wisconsin things. And then there were other things I'm just like, what? Like, no, that's why would that's just a thing. It just <laughs> exists. That's how people talk. Yeah, that's people language. It just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was what was particularly fun about this is it was a topic that we got everyone on the Simplicity team involved in and asked people for their input. So we, uh, we had a really robust all-team discussion going for a little while mm-hmm. uh, about different things, and people were chiming in over email, and we managed to record some of our charming teammates saying some of these things live out in the wild. Yes. Yes. So... We will walk through some of those email responses. Then we will play through those in the wild clips. In the wild. That we yes. gathered. Simplicity in the wild. <laughs> and then we will wrap up with uh, maybe some extra insights and our thoughts around. Yeah. Provided we gain any insights. Yeah. <laughs> or we just make fun of us. Yeah. As ourselves. a people group. Yes. Yes. So I'll kick it. Should I kick it off here? So we'll give everyone credit for the emails that they sent us. I would like to kick it off. And this is in order of when we received the email. So this is not, I'm not playing favorite. So starting with Hannah, this is one I love. I love them all. But Hannah's, the first thing that, first response we got was from Hannah. And her answer is, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Which she says... Um, that yeah, no means no, 
and that she uses it a lot. And I think that we all understand that ya no means no. No. No ya means yes. <laughs> and ya no for sure means absolutely. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it simple. Makes sense. It all makes sense. <laughs> so Magali says uh, the phrase, I'm just going to sneak past ya, is a form of excuse me. <laughs> It is excuse me, mm-hmm. in essence. That's how we say it. But it contains so much more information. It's describing to people precisely what's about to happen <laughs> so they know yeah. they can be prepared physically. Should we just kind of rapid fire through these? Sure. Sure. Are you telling me to talk less? Well, I I'm, know how you are. It's fine. It's hurtful. I'm not saying talk less. Okay. I'm saying save it. Save it. Let's okay. get through everybody's response and then we'll... Okay. So Kayla wanted to make sure that we talked about the cheese head. She sent us definition. A true Packer fan that has definitely purchased a hat of cheese to wear every game day along with their favorite player's jersey. Typically accompanied with a beer brat and chilled beverage. And most known for shouting so loud at the TV that the players might actually hear them. That yeah. is a true Wisconsin born. <laughs> but also... A, a transplant as well. There are transplanted cheese heads. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martha notes, Martha notes, uh, oh, for cripe's sake, oh, for Pete's sake, are you kidding me? Really? All forms of frustration. For cripe's sakes. Uh, and, oh, also, oh, and, I'm, yeah, yeah, continue and there. Don't you know. Could be used at the end of a sentence uh, as a term of agreement. It's pretty cold out there today, don't you know? <laughs> I sure do now. You sure do. <laughs> and then uh, Kelly W. knew, returning to our staff, but she, uh, she had good input. Something that she says a lot that a lot of people others say too, a lot of other people say too is stop and go lights. She's had multiple friends and family that live out of state question her, make fun of her saying, that because uh, apparently other people call them traffic lights. Mm-hmm. Sarah Tisver says, how about when someone bumps into you and you say, sorry, and the other person goes, oh, no, you're fine. Or more likely, oh, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then from our friend Becca, she actually is from Chicago, so she has a whole bunch from Chicago that she shared. Oh, I didn't see these ones. You didn't see these? These yeah. are good. So when you're leaving someone's house, you would say, all right, well, I'm going to (laughs) dip. And French room, which is the living room. That is, okay, my mother-in-law grew up in Chicago. Yeah. 100%. French. French room. French room. One word. (laughs) French room. Okay. My, My grandmother used to call it the front room. Right. And I just assumed because hers was, her living room was actually at the front of her house. So that made sense. Yeah. Well, and the room she refers to is the room in the front of the house. Okay. It's the front room. Front room. <laughs> that is spelled F-R-U-N-C-H. Yes. R-O-O-M, French room. Um, a yuppie refers to a young urban professional in a not nice way, <laughs> which I want a lot more details on that. Ooh, this next one, I hear it, what she wrote in a Chicago accent. Another one, it's goes. So, for example, you would say, and then he goes, I like ketchup on my hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) So goes is used as a past 
and or present tense of say. So instead of he said, mm-hmm. he goes. He goes. Um, let's see. Where is the nearest washroom, which is a bathroom, and a garage key? Which is the garage key. <laughs> All one word. Uh, garage key. Um, oh, and a couple, two, three. Yep, that's a Meaning a few. One. And then gym shoes are what other people call sneakers or athletic shoes. I called them gym shoes, I think, until I didn't have gym anymore. Right. And they were all. I and just that, now they're tennis shoes. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to that one. <laughs> I don't have gym or play tennis. Yes. But I do own tennis shoes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll circle back on that one. Okay. Uh, do you want to grab the next one? <laughs> you, can you not say the next one? <laughs> oh, I'm that's such a of it's replacement a, words. It's a good one. Corey, uh, what her grandmother used to use for a cuss word was consarnet. And I did ask specifically, I asked Corey, is that something your grandmother said to you when you were in trouble? And she said, oh, heavens, never me. <laughs> <laughs> ah. uh, Ashley Landwer. Saying, excuse me, really quietly while passing someone in the store. And we actually was somebody that we got to talk to, and she has a whole story about someone saying, excuse me, and it's very good. Okay. It's very funny. Okay. Sweet. And then Beth, uh, (laughs) her pet peeve is apparently some people using the word wash, um, as in I'm going to wash my clothes. Or I suppose I'll wash the car, mm. uh, mm-hmm. as well as library. Yeah. And yeah. and s- this one, I'm not even confident I can say it. Sour. 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 Instead of saw, sour dog. Like a sour dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I've never heard the last one that she said. No, I've never. I've heard never it. heard anybody pronounce Auburndale this way. But yes. she. Okay, I'm gonna try. So that'd be. Arbendale, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, just weird about the R's. <laughs> A whole R situation. Yeah. yeah. Another, in, along those lines, another a pet peeve of mine is pictures. Pictures? Instead of pictures. Well, is that because you take pictures? Yeah. Will you take a picture? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just grab it. Just, just grab, grab a quick a picture. picture? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alan says, you guys. Uh, a horse apiece, and who? <laughs> who are you from home? Who are you from home? I don't. I can't say I've ever heard that one. Oh, and he explains that means what's your maiden name? He. Gotcha. What he told me is that his wife is from the Stevens Point area, and apparently that was the thing her family said. Oh. And that means what's your maiden name? Hmm. Interesting. And I was so excited that last one he points out is. Uh, oh, yeah, I keep missing these. Yeah, well, it's because of the way I have them written. Do you want to read it? Yeah, so uh, a couple more doings, as in are you going to the Campbell's doings tomorrow? Uh, I, hate it, to, I hate to correct you in, in public like this, but oh. I think technically you would say it doings. Doings, Are you Sorry. going to go into the doings? Yeah, doings. <laughs> it is a way to refer to an event, like a barbecue or cookout. So the next one, those are just my notes for myself. Okay, we'll get so back to those. So do we want to come back to those? Okay. Yeah. So let's roll now that we've gotten through our email responses. Let's roll through all of our on-the-spot interviews. On-the-spot, man-on-the-street, people-on-the-street interviews. Tina McGuigan. 
And when we were kids, my mom and dad would tell all five of us to jump in the car. And we'd say, where are we going? Where are we going? And my mom would say, don't worry about it. And we would keep bugging her and say, Mom, where are we going? And she always said the same thing. We're going to Putt and Stump. Now get in the car. But what does it mean? I don't know what Putt and Stump <laughs> means. It just means get in the car. We're going somewhere. Somewhere fun. It's just Putt and Stump. Go ahead. Ashley Landwer. Uh, all right. So I was in the grocery store, and I had my card in the middle of the aisle because I'm super rude that way. And I was looking at something in the aisle, and this lady turns the corner, and she does like the super quiet excuse me thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And I like moved my card out of the way, and she stopped dead in her tracks. And she turned and looked at me. She goes, did you just say you're sorry? And I was like, uh. Yeah. And she's like, you never say you're sorry. You simply say, excuse me, move your cart and keep going with your day. She goes, you never apologize. And this is very weird to me. So I said, I'm sorry. And I walked away. Hi, my name is Jesse. My phrase is, don't you know? Don't you know means uh, usually you're talking to somebody and uh, you present new information they obviously did not know previously. And then you say, don't you know, after it, to emphasize uh, it was cool information that you just presented. Hi, my name is Sarah Arnoldy, and my Wisconsin story is my stepdaughter was at camp, and she came back um, kind of delighted and confused that a girl who was not from Wisconsin was confused by something we regularly say, which was Avery responded to a question saying, yeah, no, for sure. And there was a pause, and the girl said, what does that even mean? And she said... Like, absolutely. Like, yeah, no, for sure is absolutely. And yeah, no is no. But then she came back thoroughly confused as to why do we actually say things like that? Why do we say yeah, no, for sure? When it's really confusing to people that don't live in Wisconsin. So that is my Wisconsin story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just some of my uh, favorite or my favorite one from my dad is uh, whenever we're hunting, um, whatever we do, it'll be wrong. And you can't get them if you don't shoot. The deer could be, you know, 10 miles away, 5 miles away. Can't get them if you don't shoot. But is the bullet going to make it? Can't get them if you don't shoot. So, those are my favorite. How does a shoot mean? Shoot. Shoot. Can't get it if you don't shoot. Don't shoot it. Can't get it. Did you see the dirty pointer? Yeah, did you see it? This was the deal on. So we were going to talk supper about and dinner. the difference between supper yes. and dinner. What yeah. is your opinion? Well, I thought about a lot of things about supper and dinner. When I, when I first thought supper, I thought, oh, that's the more elegant or uh, formal type meal. And dinner was the, you know, less formal meal. Hot dogs and beans. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I got thinking about it, well, so many people say let's go out for dinner, which when you take somebody out, that's more formal. So now I'm really confused as to which is which, but I think they're both the same thing, a different name for the same thing. Because you got uh, breakfast, you got brunch, which is breakfast and lunch, you got lunch, and you got lupper, which is between, yeah, okay, so, <laughs> so... And there's a new word for you, too, lupper. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but there's never a liner. 
I never heard that one. So mm. dinner must be more formal than supper. Think so? Yes. Okay. Okay. But Interesting. They're, but they're both the same time of the day that you eat. Mm. Does that sound fair and right? Well, I have opinions, but I'll save my opinions till we record okay. the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> you won't let me in on them at this time? So, in our family, dinner was lunch and supper was the evening meal. Oh, okay. Well, where did lunch come? Then you have well, to... You didn't have lunch. You had dinner. Okay. You had dinner and supper. Okay, so where's lunch come in? You don't. No, lunch is what you carry to work or to school to eat at dinner time. Okay. <laughs> so that makes lunch and dinner the same. Right. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, no, they're not the same. Your lunch is what you're eating, but you eat it at dinner time. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, man. It could be very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, Thomas, they don't have dinner clubs. They have supper clubs. That's true, too. Boy, now we're really confused. <laughs> Forget everything I said. (laughs) You can throw everything I said right out the window. (laughs) Unassailable logic is what I have. And, you know, everybody has a different opinion about the same things. It's like tomato, tomato. Potato, potato. I don't know what they ever say. Let's just call the whole thing off. Yeah. (laughs) Let's eat it. (laughs) You call it what you want, I'll call it what I want. (laughs) So, yeah, my Wisconsin phrase that I thought of was the or no. Um, So I use it all the time just when I'm not sure what somebody else is thinking. So you could just ask a friend if you want to go to bingo tonight or no. And then you find out. Yes or no. So that's my little phrase. The biggest one for me is hope. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Just going to grab the ranch. Because I feel like that's the way you you talk to people around here. You want to go grab a drink or no? You know, because you got to give them the options. They're looking for the options. You got to give them both of them. But let me ask you, what do you do if they say no? What do you say? Then you go get your own beer. You know, you can't, you can't go without the beer. You don't say, oh, jeez. No, I mean, you could say, oh, jeez, like, are you sure you don't want to go get the beer? Because I feel like you need a beer. And then, you know, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. Like, how? say, we should at least go and check in. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't understand how you pass up the beer. You know, I don't, I don't. You got to watch the Packer game. You know, and you gotta have the beer. Otherwise, you don't enjoy the Packer game. And y- right. you know, you gotta have them cheese curds. Oh, yeah. How do you go without the cheese curds? I was just trying to tell you that I didn't think about it. <laughs> I didn't remember. And I know didn't that you even said. Did cross your mind? No, it didn't cross my mind that I should look <laughs> at what I was gonna say. And I, all of the things that I said that I was gonna say. Oh, geez. You know, oh, geez. Who said that this morning? Somebody said that this morning, and I was like, oh, jeez, that's a good one. Oh, jeez, like, really, for real. And, oh, no, and then the no worries, right? So, like, um, y'all got the person at the grocery store that's like, hey, I ran into you. And you're like, hey, 
No worries. No worries. You can just go about your day. I got you. No big deal. You go on. No worries. Oh, oh no worries. Oh! oh. <laughs> I cannot even believe how many times I say open today. I really can't. Until that was pointed out, I never realized I was, oh! Oh, oh, let me scooch past you here and grab the ranch. <laughs> That's my favorite. Now I say it like all the time. Not just the ranch, but you know, oh, let me scooch by ya. Let me just scooch by ya. Ah, oop, oop. Sometimes you scooch by, sometimes you gotta scooch over. You gotta scooch over. <laughs> you always gotta scooch over. <laughs> nope, you're fine. Nope, you're fine. No worries. Oh, excuse me. Nope, you're fine. <laughs> Nope, you're fine. No worries. No worries. <laughs> you just go about your day. <laughs> or no, that's my favorite. That's always the line that I tell everybody, you know, when I'm at the when I'm at conferences and stuff like that. And they're like, Oh, what's special about Wisconsin? And I'm like, Well, in Wisconsin, we say or no. And then they're like, What do you mean you say or no? Well, here's the thing, right? I got to give you your choices. You want to go have dinner or no? <laughs> and then you, you go walking through the conference, right? And you hear people and they're talking to each other. And before you know it, everybody's saying, or no. And you're like, but that's not how you say it. You don't say, or no. You say, or no. Like it has to be a one word thing, right? How do you, you spell it? Or, well, I mean, I spell it E-R-N-O, but it's like one word, right? You don't have the space in the middle of that one. Because, you know, you got to shorten everything. Why you got to take all these words, you know? You don't need spaces all the time. People can understand what you're saying when you smush it into one word. Yeah, so that's all I think I got to say. Yeah, I think that's it. Couple, two, three. A dream... Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I drank a couple, two, three beers. Oofda. Oops. Criminy. Oofda, I'm so tired. Brandy. Bartender, I'll take a brandy old-fashioned, please. You betcha. <laughs> Does that one need explanation? Can you pass me the cheese platter? You betcha. Here you go. Oh, uh, oofda magus. What is that? I've never heard uh, like it like I finally made it oofta magus and sit down exhausted oh. oofta magus like you're tired nice oofta magus yep grandma oofta magus so are we back we're back <laughs> we didn't leave we did <laughs> three seconds later <laughs> So special thanks to everybody who consented to us shoving a microphone in your face mm-hmm. and let it let let us record you. It's so much more fun to hear people say the things. Yes. Although it is fun to read them too. Mm-hmm. For sure. So no, I guess, particular plan. What what do you want to talk about? Let's go, let's let's dive into some of these. We're supposed to have a plan. Always supposed to have a plan. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, I've got a few that I want to, so apparently uh, <laughs> the use of the word borrow instead of lend. Yes. 
Yes. Which I re- like, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, uh, I'll, bar- like, I'll borrow you this. Mm-hmm. That drives my husband nuts. I don't know where he learned the correct usage, <laughs> but apparently he learned the correct usage as a child, <laughs> and it makes him crazy when people say that. Wow, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, to add on to a couple that we've already heard, uh, like the whole stop and go lights thing, like I just call them stoplights. <laughs> You don't have that. You don't have that optimistic out, yeah. outlook that other <laughs> like, people nope, have. We're just stuck You're just here stopping forever. You're not going to go. Yeah. After that, okay. Yeah, but <laughs> I think I think this is like, and I tried to find it specifically, but I couldn't. A, a, a thing that so Midwest folk like us uh, <laughs> will call a thing by what it does mm. rather than what it is generally. Okay. So like a. I'm using air quotes, traffic light. Mm-hmm. It, no, it's, it is the light where you stop or stop and go. Right. So it is, therefore, the stop and go light. Right. Uh, another example of this, so we touched on gym shoes, but also, like, take that to, like, it's not high heels or loafers. It's dress shoes. Like dress shoes. You're getting dressed up. Yes. So, or house shoes. Or play clothes. Or play clothes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Or church play clothes and church, church clothes, clothes and yeah. work clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, what mm-hmm. are your work? Let me ask you. What are your work clothes? Oh, those are like your grubby clothes. Like okay, not clothes that you wear to work. Well, See, for me, that's the clothes I wear to work. It depends on what kind of work I'm doing. They're both work clothes, but right. it's contextual. Right. Like if it's eight o'clock in the morning, I'm wearing my work clothes because mm-hmm. I'm going to work. If it's Kay. five o'clock. And I'm going to paint something. It's uh, maybe play clothes, maybe See, work clothes. The I'm thinking in my head that I I come home from work and change into my play clothes. Yeah, I don't play as much as I'd like to, <laughs> but I definitely <laughs> change into my play clothes. Yeah, which is what I have been doing since I don't know before the dawn of man. <laughs> <laughs> And does that explain bubblers? Yeah, for sure. I yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I never I'm always fascinated to see a list that includes the word bubbler because mm-hmm. I don't even think I was cognizant of obviously I knew what a bubbler was. Right. Yeah, this isn't one that I personally use. I feel like I must have. But it make like, for me, it's like I see that. I'm like, oh, that totally makes sense, right? Like, right. <laughs> again, because that's what it does. It, right. I, it's one of those that I must, I must be accustomed to it because it forms a picture in my head without having to go, oh, no, a bubbler is a drinking fountain, mm. right? Sure. So there must have been a time in my life I just didn't remember that, which fascinates me mm-hmm. for whatever reason. We had a number of bubblers. And I feel like there's a distinct, like a bubbler is a distinct sort of contraption <laughs> that is maybe different than what you would think because it, the water goes, it doesn't shoot like a fountain. It sort of comes up and kind of bubbles. 
Do you oh. understand what I mean? So it's all about the angle. Like, and I, so I don't I know if that. that's what the distinction is, oh. but I feel like that's, I'm making things up now. Okay. Well, that's okay. Do you want, so I have a couple of confessions I have to make. Oh. Since we're, since we're talking about um, regional colloquialisms. Uh, I, the, well, the confession, the real confession I need to make is that, um, as I like to tell my husband, I'm half of a hillbilly because <laughs> <laughs> there are certain words that I struggle with. You already know this. We've had this discussion. Mm-hmm. So there are three of them. And I wrote, I remembered to write down two. I did not write the third one. Um, the first one, circling back to what Becca said about a, a garage key. Oh, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Because when I have to refer to the area in which you would park your vehicle. The garage. By your house. I have to stop myself and say both syllables. Because otherwise... I would just say grudge. One one syllable. One syllable. Grudge. And with that exact inflection, which is the most Wisconsin, <laughs> among the most Wisconsin things I say, so grudge. Mm-hmm. Um, a creek is not a word I use, mm. so that is yep. a crick. That is that one came up often. <laughs> and then the other one is the top part of a building. Yes which has two O's in it, which would be a roof, right? Or a roof, yeah. Which I pronounce roof. And I don't, I wanted to, as I was like getting notes together and stuff, I wanted to write that phonetically, but it's not like a dog says rough. Right, it's like an in-between. It's in-between two O's and an (laughs) O. So I don't know if it has an umlaut. I don't think it has an umlaut. (laughs) Right? But it's it's rough. What's the marking for that? Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's my confession. Those are are the three I struggle with. And um, my loving family makes fun of me (laughs) when I say them. Oh, yeah? 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 Is it in the garage? Yeah. Well, why don't you go out there in the garage and get it there? Did you forget it on the roof? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so there's a couple more I want to talk over that are just favorites of mine. Okay. That, that are either favorites or that I just thought were funny. Uh, and then there's a few that I don't get. Okay. So we'll okay. get to that in just a moment. Uh, okay. Let me, I'm looking through my notes here. Uh, oh, I had to, I got to move that one down to one I don't understand. Uh, okay, so. Take your time. I just realized I have to make, I'm making a note now too. There's one I forgot. <laughs> one that it wasn't, how can I say this? I was today years old when I realized this was a Wisconsin thing. <laughs> Uh, to and it is a form of endearment, I guess, because loser. When no, <laughs> that too. Okay. When you care about somebody, you want to check on them. Okay. And so, a common way to check on them is to make sure they have eaten. Jeet yet? Jeet yet? Yes. <laughs> One word. Jeet. Jeet. Yep. Jeet yet? <laughs> Or perhaps you would like to eat and you want to invite your friend along 
So you have to check in. Cheat yet? Cheat yet? Uh, another one. So a, a common snack, uh, puppy chow. Mm. What I didn't real what I didn't realize about this one was that it is a that is not the name for it everywhere. Really? Yeah. So a couple other, I, and I don't know what regions would call them these things, but a couple other terms for what we call puppy chow are apparently muddy buddies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or monkey munch. Now I feel like. These are distinct things. Like, don't you feel like Monkey Munch would have banana chips in it or something? Oh, gross! Well, I don't know. <laughs> Otherwise, please what's no. The, what's the monkey doing? <laughs> right. Well, what's the puppy doing? <laughs> you know what? It's pu- okay. I can I can reverse justify all of these. Puppy, ch- it's puppy chow <laughs> because it is shaped and looks. It's larger. Right, because you use checks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but puppy chow, I feel like, and maybe I'm remembering this wrong, actually used to have sort of like a milky powder that it came. So it looked different than dog chow. So it had that sort of milky powder look to it mm-hmm. because it was for puppies. Mm. I don't know. Okay. I might be making Fair that enough. up. Right? Maybe it makes sense. I don't Just know. like I can, I can you know, logic through the stop and go light thing. Right. You're going to stop and then you're going to go. Right. (laughs) Don't you know? Don't you know? Another one, I think this was maybe one of the ones I suggested from the team, but uh, the idea of unthawing. Yes. Being uh, what normally would be just thawing. Like, so adding adding (laughs) un to something, but it still means the same thing, right? Like, right. Unpeeling a banana mm-hmm. is the same as peeling a banana. Right. Or an orange or anything right. like that. Unthawing, which Unthawing. technically would be freezing. Right. But why would you say that? There's a word for freezing. <laughs> it's freezing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, oh, okay. So I wanted to make a quick, my confession. Please. Is that uh, when Ashley said saying excuse me really quietly while passing someone in the store, like, I take that to a whole nother level. I will do that. I'm by myself in my vehicle. (laughs) And who are you saying that to? Other cars? Yeah. Oh. And and literally be like, oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. It's like there's no earthly way they would ever even like see my lips move. I'm talking so quietly. <laughs> but that's that's just what you do. So do you know what I do? In okay, first of all, other than that is not how I talk to other drivers when I'm in my car. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite the opposite of how I talk to other drivers. But in the store, if I am with someone and the person who passes in front of us doesn't say excuse me, I will turn to the person I'm with and say, they meant to say excuse me. Wow. <laughs> Passive aggressive right? much? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It matters to me so much that people do that. <laughs> or don't. Or as don't. As it were. Right. It's perfectly fine. 
What other do you have? Oh, I have. Yes. Okay. Let's go through yours and then we'll get to the ones that I don't understand. Okay, cool. Hit me. So I I have two different examples that are a matter of degrees. Okay. Okay. So I'm assuming we're not talking temperature. Right. Temperature. Temperature. (laughs) Temperature. Temperature. Yeah. Yeah. What's the temperature? (laughs) Okay. Wait. Sidebar. Do you think we should? I don't know if we did. I don't know if you could research this, but us sitting here having both been tellers, do you think in other regions of the country that tellers and clerks and whoever is working at the front counter has to hear, is it cold enough for you and is it hot enough for you <laughs> a thousand times a year? Mm-hmm. Or do you think that's a Wisconsin thing? Ooh. Is it cold enough know. for you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too Wisconsin to know. <laughs> it just it makes me want to go other places and right? ask. So if you are, if you have worked in the service industry outside of Wisconsin and can answer this for us, please yes. let us know. Because Maybe we just need to take a road trip and like to Arizona or right. That's just what came to mind when it, as a hot place. Right. Any any place warmer than Wisconsin. Right. Which and, is uh, I think we can agree everywhere. pretty much every place. Which. Is another sidebar that <laughs> apparently it's a Midwestern thing to argue about how cold it is, like where it's colder. Yes. And we're always so proud. I think, first of all, the internet has ruined us, but that's not the point. The point is the first time in the year that it is colder in Wisconsin mm. than it is in Alaska. Yeah. You, everybody posts that online. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Why we're so proud of that, I do not know. But we are very proud. It is a badge of honor. Right. So it's colder here than Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yes. A thing I have seen. So if we go to somewhere warmer mm-hmm. and be like, oh, is it hot enough for you? And like if we get a weird look, then maybe if we know. If they say it's 125 degrees. I don't know what you expect. <laughs> what do you, also, you're in Arizona, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but if they respond with, are you from Wisconsin? <laughs> <laughs> then we'll know. Yeah. Or at least the Midwest. Right. <sighs> yeah. Fascinated by that. Are we, that's, we'll have to do more research on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of other things that you hear all the time in the service industry. Um. We used to have, we had a member that used to come in, and if anyone anywhere in the building was leaning on anything, he would always say, if you've got time to lean, you've got time to clean. Wow. <laughs> wow. So I don't know. That is just a complete sidebar. I don't know if that's a regional thing, but I always, and. That seems like a good management tactic. Right, right. I mean, if you, if you don't want your employees to have any time to rest. Right. Yeah. Are you working hard or are you hardly working? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely hardly working. Hardly working. Yeah. And, oh, and and maybe this was just us, but uh, I can tell you that Nicole and I very often, as members walked in and they'd be walking up to the counter, would look 
whoever, whichever one of us they were walking up to would look at us and say, well, there's trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So regional or true, possibly just a truth that we need to accept in our lives. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, back to, these are my things that there are different degrees to. Okay. Someone pointed out, and I can't remember who, the word perdnir. Oh, okay. So this is on this is on my list of ones I saw but didn't understand. Perdnir. So, first of all, um, there are micro regions. I think. Okay. Because some people say that people in Wisconsin say perdnir. My family always said pritnir. Okay. They both mean pretty near. Oh. Okay. But here's where it becomes degrees, right? Okay. So there's Perdnir, which is Pritnir, so um, we're going to go over to Iola. That's, that's Pritnir Amherst. Okay. Um, I don't okay. Know. <laughs> okay. I'm catching on yep. slowly but surely. So it's, it's relatively close to something. Okay. So there's – and then there's Dernir. Oh, wait. Yes. That's going to be closer than Pritnir. And with a certain level of threat, like the threat level is increasing oh. as you get to Dernier. So you really wouldn't say it's Dernier there. You would say so you Dernier fell over that thing. Gotcha. You Dernier tripped and fell in that hole. The, oh, a storm is rolling in. Yeah. And it's Dernier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. But close. Okay. Yeah. But well, that's you the could, idea. You could say you, you Dernier you got wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From that storm. Okay. But then, then you increase the threat level, and you go to Dangnir. Oh. And da- but Dangnir is more like, you know. You almost I, died. I, I Dangnir punched you in the face when <laughs> you said that, when you were talking about the Packers. I don't know. So Dangnir. Well, probably about the Bears. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, you can add different levels of... Uh, <laughs> um, Curse words, <laughs> I guess. There's mm. no other better way to say it. So you can make that, you can get to like threat level zero okay. on the very top, and that, that actually would involve cursing. But they're all different levels, the different versions of near. Okay. Darn near. Pert near. Yeah. Gotcha. The other one I thought of, and it was something, maybe it's just my parents, but there were different... Levels. If you left the house to do things, uh-huh. there were different levels of that. So the different <laughs> levels of leaving the house. Different levels of what you were doing. So you could go bumming around, right? Oh. So if you're out bumming around, you you're not wearing your good clothes, right? <laughs> so you know maybe you're wearing definitely a clean shirt because in my <laughs> your clothes are clean because we always change to go into town. Okay. Okay. So there's a minimum expectation. Right. And bumming around is the minimum bumming expectation. Bumming around is the minimum expectation. So Kay. you're wearing clean clothes. They're not your nice clothes. Okay. Okay. And then there's there's out gallivanting or oh. gallivanting. So you go out gallivanting. Yeah. And that maybe means, I feel like the more I say these words, the thicker my accent is getting. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like I'm getting very worried about myself. Um, so if you go out gallivanting. You probably have put on, like, maybe you've done, like, if you're a man, you've maybe put on some, uh, 
Are you wearing the uniform? Some old English. Or is that bumming around? That You probably are wearing the uniform to bum around. And for okay. those of you who don't know, the uniform is what, Vince? Uh, t-shirt. Often a band t-shirt. But Possibly. A, what would you call it? Like a graphic t-shirt? Possibly Just, a graphic t-shirt. Maybe a Packer t-shirt. Maybe a Packer t-shirt. Maybe a Badger t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> With a open flannel over top. Yep. And a pair of blue jeans. And possibly work boots still. But yeah. your nice work boots, not your work work boots, your right. good work boots. Your your bumming around boots. Your bu- bumming around. <laughs> right. So if you went out gallivanting, it might mean you were planning you're maybe going to go to dinner, right? Okay. But it's not supper club dinner. Right. You're maybe going to go somewhere where they, like, to your favorite bar slash restaurant that serves really good potato chips or something. And so it's better than bumming around because you're not in your clean play clothes, but it is not up to the level of the next level, which is outstepping. Oh. <laughs> so if so you... Like, Dancing. No, not necessarily. But, well, that level of... Right. So then you are in, you are probably, you know, if you're female and wear makeup, you have gone lipstick, possibly eyeshadow. You maybe are wearing jewelry, right? Mm-hmm. So you're wearing something perhaps with a sequin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe, I don't know, it has uh, definitely sparkles on it. And if you're a man, you're probably wearing a dress shirt if you go out stepping. Mm-hmm. So that would be. So I could see. Not flannel. Like somewhere. So I could see that progression. We've got the open flannel. Mm. Then the middle ground is. Prob- like there's a, there's, there's a nice flannel and then there's like a casual flannel. Right? right. So it might be a buttoned up nicer flannel or like a checked shirt. Right. Situation, but if you're outstepping, it's going to be a plain shirt, solid shirt, solid shirt. (laughs) Probably not a tie, possibly not, probably not a tie, unless you have to, right? If it's like a wedding, right? Right, but other than that, yeah, it's probably an open collared, plain, yeah, probably rolled up to Mm -hmm. about forearm. (laughs) (laughs) I can see it, right? And a a white t shirt underneath, so it's unbuttoned at the top. You can see the white t shirt underneath. So, but that would be the outstepping. Okay. And you probably there are wearing like uh, a chukka boot mm-hmm. or maybe even an Oxford potentially. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I a, think you a could dress go. Shoe. You could go a boat shoe and still be outstepping technically. Yeah. Because it's then you contextual. would. Contextual. <laughs> it depends on. There's, there's micro right. levels. Right. So as, if you could wear. You would know a man was out stepping in Wisconsin if he's wearing a boat shoe and it's a tan sock mm. instead of, <laughs> instead of athletic socks. Yes. Okay. Then he's yeah. out stepping. Yeah. <laughs> and tan pants. And tan match. pants, possibly. Yeah. Yes. For or sure. Or nice jeans. Jeans that you jeans. have you have yeah. <laughs> that your wife has ironed a crease into the front. <laughs> <laughs> so that could still be out stepping. <laughs> so those are just some of my. It's it's, it's all, all about, about the, the degrees. degrees. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Okay, 
So which one's confused you? I'm interested. Oh to yeah, hear yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's where we're at. So confusing ones, and then I have a wrap up section. <coughs> so okay, we talked about pert near. Pert near. Pretty near. That pert near. makes sense yep. now. Okay, this one I don't get at all. How's by you? Oh, how's how did I not know that one? I didn't even say that. How's by you? That means how are you? You've never heard no. how's by you? No, never. I, I think some of these are like moving toward the southern part of the state, maybe. Mm. And I have, because uh, I have family. I mean, Rapids is south. It is, yeah, we're so <laughs> south. But I have family from the Milwaukee area. Okay. And their, some of their colloquialisms start to steer toward even Chicago. I think that's a whole, oh, sure. like the Chicago yeah. Milwaukee metro area has a pretty distinct. Mm-hmm. Sound so I that house by you might be more like southern okay that makes part sense. of the state oh but I like that one and then the response to that would be fair to Midland oh <gasps> yeah yeah it would fair to Midland also have no idea what that means so everything's fine oh okay. it's all good okay yeah how's about you fair to Midland wow <laughs> that's so good <laughs> that makes me so happy I'm gonna start doing that to you okay. I'll just respond terrible. Just awful. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you all about it. No, wait. No, when I ask us about you, I don't really care. <laughs> right. Uh, and then uh, as a question, so what I don't understand about this is why it's a Wisconsin thing, right? Because okay. I do this all the time, and that's to ask, do you want to come with? Okay. So what about that is weird? I don't know how someone else would say. I don't know how else you would say that. I suppose you could make it. You could crank up the Wisconsin <laughs> and say, "Do you want to come with or no?" <laughs> right? Yeah. But what do other people do? Other people just not invite people with them. Okay. So Maybe they this... say, "Do you want to come along?" Would you like to go as well? Maybe they're very posh like that. Hmm. And say, hello, my good comrades. (laughs) (laughs) We will sally (laughs) forth. So, okay. In this particular article, we'll link to some articles. Okay. That. uh, Trying to see. This particular website, Matador Network, had a lot of articles on the Midwest and Wisconsin. So, what they say about. Okay, let me get there. Do you want to come with? Uh, An example. (gasps) just saw one that Sarah brought. Oh. Uh, I'm heading to the lake. Do you want to come with? So they say, no, the question has not dropped off mid-sentence, so don't wait for the rest of it and get moving or you might miss out on some good fishing. In other words, you would say, elsewhere you would maybe say, do you want to come with me? Oh, but why would you say that? It's too much. Yeah. It's too much. Okay. Okay. Go back. So I'm sort of, sort of. Come here. No. Number, what is that? Number six? Come here Come here real quick. Come here real quick. Yeah. So the, this is one. Um, number one, this, you're about to see why I'm glad my parents don't listen to the podcast. Um, but this is one that Sarah pointed out that um, her grandmother used to say, and it was when she was in trouble, and she'd say, come here once. And that mm. meant if grandma said, come here <laughs> once, you were in trouble. And... When she said that, 
I laughed so hard because that's also a thing my dad would say. And I knew I was in trouble if he said, come here, come here once. Um, so at a certain point, it evolved into, come here once. I'm not going to hit yet. <laughs> <laughs> Qualifier. Right. And you know what? He was lying. <laughs> I was in trouble. That's terrible. <laughs> okay. So come wait, let me check my notes. Come here real quick. Uh, yeah. Okay. So those were the ones that I didn't understand. Can, can we circle back to come here real quick? Yeah. What does it say on there? It says, right there. hold on, let there. me get that pulled up. It says, quick by itself is not quick enough. <laughs> You've got to be real quick. Real quick. But what I want to know is, so I'm worried about the people who did this research, because if you ask me what come here real quick meant, I would tell you it meant it doesn't doesn't mean hurry over here. It means I'm not going to keep you for very long. Mm. So come here real quick. Sure. Means this isn't going to take very yeah. long yeah. to me. Yeah. So. I would agree with that. Okay. We're the experts. So. Right. We know what we mean. Okay. So uh, we can link to this as well. But this is just a, a collection of tweets. <laughs> from BuzzFeed, and I'm not going to read through all of them, but uh, there were a few in here that really made me laugh. So uh, let me find one. Oh, so we, we touched on this a little bit earlier. Uh, why do people in the Midwest find it necessary to argue where it's colder? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. We're all suffering. <laughs> But we're not all suffering to the same degree. Right. Well, and again, it's it's all about that that badge of honor. Like, mm -hmm. no, we are actually the coldest. So right. you over there in Minnesota who aren't, who are two and a half degrees warmer than us, you can just stop complaining just now. Just put on your shorts and go outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why does everyone in the Midwest, myself included, say bye-bye? Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <gasps> that does bring up the classic Wisconsin exit, which is, you know what the classic, what you, so you're standing and talking, you're visiting someone, mm -hmm. and you know that, that if you are the visitor or someone is visiting you, you know that you're within 20 minutes of them leaving <laughs> when that person says, well, I suppose. Well, I suppose. Yep. <laughs> and but like more than five minutes away, less than twenty. Right. Probably. Yeah. Well, I suppose means whatever else that conversation was going to entail. It's time to get to that now. Yeah. Because within the yeah. next, it's time to wrap it up. Five to twenty minutes. <laughs> this person's actually leaving. Yep. Okay. Why does every town in the Midwest use the Walmart? As a landmark, like you could say, oh, yeah, I live by the Walmart and everyone would know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> because it's the largest thing in town. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me why almost every Midwest household has a beach themed bathroom. <laughs> I, I, uh, I do real estate photos on the side. I could vouch for that. <laughs> do you? When you go into a bathroom, do you want to feel like you're having a beach experience? Is that what that's right. intended for? 
Like I just get out my tin foil to help the raise. <laughs> you tan? <laughs> That's a good idea. Uh, another one here. I don't understand why Midwest people pronounce. <laughs> I would say it the same way both ways they wrote it, but what they mean to for it to say is pronounced caramel, caramel. It's a caramel. Yes. I am aware that other people say all of the syllables of that. Mm-hmm. But again, it doesn't I make sense. Don't know why. That's a lot of work. It's calm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you with your pronunciations. <laughs> all of the syllables. Yep. This one, oh, this one. Okay. So the tweet was Why do people from the Midwest love taking pictures in obscenely big chairs? Because they exist. So <laughs> not. <laughs> One week ago, uh, on Sunday, I think it was this past Sunday, the, uh, the youth pastor at our church has a, does a uh, self-employed contractor, also works at the fair. So he's like head of maintenance at the Marshfield Fair. They, there was, I don't remember which group, but one of the groups asked him to build an eight-foot deck chair. And so, like, the wooden, like, fully wood that you would, like, the nice, the, <laughs> I don't know what, how you'd describe degrees of niceness, but, like, right. it was, it was real nice. It was like, one of those nice. real nice that's, chairs. That's how like, you would describe it. Like, it's not it. a bag chair. It's a, right. the full <laughs> not a, wood. Not a what now? A bag chair. A bag chair? Yes. Okay. Uh, not a bag chair. <laughs> it's a real nice chair. Yeah. But so, like one, like one of them at around X. Yeah, well, sort of, except okay. it's just like two by four wood and not the, the really, really nice wood. Not real good. Like wood. this would be middle of the road. Okay. At around this would be, be what the next level. Most people reasonably actually have. <laughs> right. But eight feet tall. I've, I've seen them with the back cut out in the shape of Wisconsin, <gasps> which is pretty cool. That's one of the most Wisconsin things <laughs> ever. Yeah. So, but. Yeah, so he, and the first picture he showed me was of him sitting out. The way these are built, if you don't know, a proper deck chair. <laughs> is, Not a bag chair. Right. Okay. <laughs> it, the seat is curved, right? So it's a little contoured. So the mm-hmm. front of it goes up a little bit, and then where your backside sits, it actually curves down. Mm-hmm. So when it's eight feet tall... That has the effect of like scrunching your body up a little more. Mm-hmm. He, the picture, was, he was a tiny little man <laughs> in a really, really big chair. It was so funny. <laughs> okay, there's a lot to unpack there. I don't want to miss out on what did you refer? To? You ref- used the term backside. Yeah. Right. His butt. Right. I know what a backside is, <laughs> but. Just to comment on the fact that we have what seems to me an unusual number of descriptive terms for the backside. Mm, yeah. Hind end. Yeah. Hinder. Derriere. Keister. Derriere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Why? Why do we have so many? I don't know. Why not just call it a butt? Why not? Because it's a butt. Why not get butt hurt about not calling it a butt? But why? <laughs> okay, so giant chairs, why not? That's what I'm saying was, about that whole thing. It was so funny. Can I, can I tell you a story from a personal story from 100 years ago? Not 100 years ago. I was in 
I don't, here's the thing. I don't remember what the play was, but I was in a summer community theater play mm-hmm. in which I had to do a scene as a small child. Mm. And in order to, and I was 17. <laughs> right. Okay. I mean, even at 17, I'm only five foot two, but whatever. Um, so in order for that to happen, my friend's grandfather built a giant chair, yes. right, as yes. a set piece. And for several years after that, I was absolutely enamored of that chair. I got to keep it because they didn't have any other use for it. <laughs> So I kept that chair. I had a giant chair, but it was like That's a high so chair type situation, <laughs> right? Oh no, it was That's for funny. it was for a play in school. That's right. Okay, where everybody, all of the cast were little kids, mm. but it was like a high chair. That's great. And I kept it because why so wouldn't funny. you? Yeah, it's yeah, just so fun. That's Midwestern humor for mm-hmm. you, right there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know that. That sitting outside the fair, everybody got their picture in that chair. Right, right. Big chairs are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Is a big couch as good as a big chair? Oh. I've never seen a giant couch. Yeah, me either. That's a lot of work. Oh. It's probably easier to build a big chair than but a big couch. But just think how amazing a giant couch would be. Oh, yeah. Be. I'd be spending all day up there. Yeah, I just would live sleeping, on a big couch. Like half of it's for sleeping, half of it's for living. <laughs> <laughs> just a big couch. Okay, sorry, please continue. My life's greatest mystery is why people in the Midwest pronounce the candy Reese's like Reese's. I also don't, like, I have heard that one and don't, I'm like, no, no. Like, I'm with them on this one. Like, no, it's it's a Reese's. But I have definitely hmm. heard Reese's. I think I have heard about 50%. I think that might be one of those pocket colloquialisms. Mm. We don't let me forget. We have to talk about pop and soda too, but ah, we'll get yes. back to that. Okay. Uh, this one thought of the day: Why does everyone in the Midwest love ranch so much? I mean, I love it too, but like, why us? <laughs> why not? Why? Why? Because it's ranch. What if you could sit in a giant chair and just eat something deep fried, dipped in ranch? Yeah. Or on a giant couch. Yes. What if you could sit on a giant couch? You could get a giant pizza on a giant couch <laughs> with a giant bowl of ranch. <laughs> Such good ideas. Um, <laughs> oh, this one, I know. I thought of you right away on this one. Why does everyone in the Midwest Snapchat a storm as if everyone else in the Midwest <laughs> isn't also out on their porch looking at it? <laughs> I saw a meme. It's a cartoon of like people everywhere else during a tornado and they're going down to their, you know, they're taking their little radio and going down to their basement and then people in the Midwest standing on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a terrible idea. You shouldn't do it. <laughs> but, but you kind of want to watch, right? You're right. Yeah. yeah. You just have to. Okay. That's. That's the end of the ones. There's more on the list, but that's the end of the ones. There's so I, many. Yeah. There's so many. And it's so it's interesting because it seems like in some families there are more. Mm-hmm. Right? And some people 
just have phrases that you don't know, is it a Midwest thing or is it just a thing that that person says? Right. Like when my, um, my husband's grandmother used to say was that you could tell somebody to go pound sand. Oh. I don't know what that is. But it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound like something I'd want somebody to tell me to do. But right? you can go pound sand. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about pop and soda. Okay. What do you call it? Um, what do I call it? I have a hard, like I, I feel like mostly I just call it by the flavor. So like I'm going to get a root beer. Ah, or okay. uh, that's a cheat. Coke or pe- right, yeah. Okay. So it's like I, I have a hard like I. It's hard for me to figure out what my default is. Like if I'm going to say soda or pop. Okay, I grew up calling it pop. I remember, uh, again, my cousins from Milwaukee thought it was hilarious that we called it pop. I don't know why. <laughs> it's that like country mouse, city mouse, right? <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it wasn't until I worked for the credit union and I was working in Stevens Point that I found out mostly Portage County calls it soda. Mm. And actually someone I worked with at the time found a map. I don't know where you find this map. (laughs) It was amazing, but it broke it down by county. Wow. In Wisconsin. That's nuts. Who, what you call it. And all of Wood County was a pop county. And Portage County was a soda county. And huh. I said, that actually just proved my point. <laughs> <laughs> it is pop. Right. In Wood County. Yeah. Yeah. So why is this so fun? Why, why do we enjoy this so much? Really? Because this, this is a topic, not only has, has this come up maybe a million times since we've worked together, mm-hmm. but it is something that if you get other people talking about it, it becomes, uh, first of all, everybody knows what you're talking about. Right. It, it takes nothing to explain to people, oh, you know how there are things that people say here and and, the, and then they just launch into right. this whole spiel. In I don't what would you call the particular Wisconsin dialect? Like Nicole launched into the whole yeah. I don't know what yeah. you would call that specifically. I think that is just a Wisconsin dialect. Okay. Also, people think we say the name of our own state wrong. I don't want to glaze over that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is actually, that's the thing that Hannah pointed out. I'm going to go back to her little, to her email and try and read it. So the way people pronounce Wisconsin instead of Wisconsin. I don't know how people think we should pronounce it. Yeah. But apparently we pronounce it. Well, I've I have heard personally, particularly uh in the southern parts, like so going we do trips down to North Carolina, like Wisconsin like really emphasizing the W E S the Wisconsin. Like no it's right. Wisconsin. So here's the thing. 
in researching this, the enormous research I did, the one full article I read. <laughs> there, That's well, research. <laughs> there actually was this whole description. Then they they titled the article um, "Apostrophe Wisconsin," and then they went on to went on to say that the reason they titled it is because people actually in Wisconsin don't pronounce the beginning syllables. And I think that was wrong. That was faulty research on their part mm-hmm. because we say it. But, but it's not the emphasis. It's more like we're just saying a small W and a small S. So we're saying was Wisconsin. <laughs> right. And then we lean into the yeah. Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's like the W-I started the S is the lowest. Then you... Mm-hmm ramp up to the scan right. and then you somewhere in the middle land on sin. the sin. Yeah. Right. But you don't say Scons- the I. So you we just get rid of a lot of the vowels in that word. We only really keep the O. Yeah. Right. Well, because the I is a little unnecessary because you have the wa, which is basically So we get rid of both eyes altogether. It's Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin. So it's an S N at the end. Yeah, and you just kind of just kind of fall from the S to the N. Do you know what's something that is so hard? And I know I don't need to be this person, but I listen to a lot of podcasts. And one of the podcasts I listen to reads news stories, Mm -hmm. right? Like unusual, crazy, weird news stories. And they're from all over the world. And they occasionally will get one from Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And it can't ever just be Madison, which everyone can pronounce. Oh, yeah. Right? So I think the last one was from Lac de Flambeau. (laughs) And I don't remember how they pronounced it. But all I could do, I'm driving probably home or to work, and I was just fuming. that like, how obvious is that? (laughs) It's spelled right out, Lac de Flambeau. And Eau Claire is a problem for people. Obviously, Wausau is a problem. So, like, oh, and those aren't she, even the hard ones. And um, Shawano. Yeah. Shano. And he kept saying Shawano. Oh. It was, ooh. that was hard going. Oh. It was hard going. And I know that I can't be the jerk fan who writes in. Yeah, right. And right. says, no, uh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> because also, I realize. It's illogical to do that. <laughs> but it does, it, it seems so simple. Yeah. But apparently it's not. Shano, Oconomowoc. Trying to think of Maguanago. Maguanago. Waiwega. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I don't even know if I pronounced that last one right. Waiwega? There. You, I, I have heard Waiwega and Waiwega. Okay. But I think it's Waiwega. It's an E. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. See, there are actual difficult ones. Right. Eau Claire? <laughs> Assuming you can understand the O part in Eau Claire. Right. But O like it O is not even a unusual word, right? Like Like O de clone. 
Right. Exactly. exactly. Like it's on every <laughs> bottle of cologne ever. But do you think people, th- and is Claire, it one of those? How many people in the world are named Claire? Like it, it get it together is what we're trying on, to people. say. It's so easy. <laughs> I, I think that O, like O de Cologne, is something that people read and never have to say out loud. So I think that we have an advantage mm. because we're from a state that includes Eau Claire. So we know how, how do you spell E-A-U? Yeah. Yeah. So we know how to pronounce E-A-U. And also, I suppose if you take French, you know how to pronounce E-A-U. Right. But everyone else probably spends their whole life trying not to have to <laughs> say that out loud. <laughs> Avoiding it. Yeah. Right? Well, Maybe. Maybe. Speaking of cologne, this is a way sidebar. The thing I always think of is when you see eau de... Well, what it looks like is eau de toilet, mm-hmm. like toilet water. That's what my family used to call it. Yeah. Toilet water. My dad... Like that's charming. Yeah. My dad also called it fufu juice. Okay. <laughs> well, I could see that. Yeah. Put on some fufu... You would put on... If you're going to go out stepping... Oh, yeah. Definitely the fufu juice. You would put on some fufu juice. But, like, I, I can't <laughs> imagine a time ever that I would want to put on toilet, toilet water. water. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> if, I think if you go out gallivanting, you'd want to put on some toilet water. No? <laughs> <laughs> Trying. Right. I do my best. Yeah. So I think the difficult part now, wrapping up, is realizing... That as soon as we turn the recorder off, mm-hmm. we're going to encounter something else. Mm-hmm. So there's this huge risk that we're going to end the podcast here and people that listen are going to go out of their minds because we did not bring up the thing that they thought of. Yeah. So we apologize. No, we don't. We don't. Oh, we're so sorry. We are not. Oh, 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 oh sorry. Oh, excuse us. <laughs> we're just going to sneak past you right there and not say your thing. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, you know what, though? I, I know we're wrapping up. But I did want to make sure, because I know we recorded. I'm remembering now some of the ones we recorded. I want to go back. I want to issue a correction mm. to what Alex said. Because one of the phrases that she used was a couple, two, three. Mm. And never in my life did I actually hear that pronounced that way. Mm, sure. To me. It's two tree. A couple two tree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's me issuing a correction. No offense, Alex, but that is me telling you it is a couple two tree. Okay. Right. Okay. Perfect. So we have, we did actually, I, I do want to point out, I'm just going to hold this up. Okay. The listening audience doesn't care. I did actually do research. So these are things, there's research. No, I'm telling you, when I was joking (laughs) that I looked at Uh one article, I did look at articles. So that's my proof. Okay. So the articles that we looked at for this, Mm -hmm. we will share out. Again, it's hard to know the things that you do that that are a regional thing because that's just what you do. Right. So this necessitated research. Right. To some extent. Oh. 
Why would people finish a whole word? Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Right. It's hard work. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought. The, I, and a thing I noticed in a lot of these <laughs> is that idea of like just dropping things, mm-hmm. dropping words, dropping syllables, like just making things what we would consider easier to say. Right. Just it's economy. Mm-hmm. We're an economical people. Mm-hmm. It gets cold here. Practical folk. We don't have time <laughs> to linger over consonants <laughs> and vowels and all of these things. We have to, you know, very often it's 30 below mm-hmm. <laughs> with the wind chill. Yeah. And you don't have time to say everything in a word. Yeah. Okay. It's very true. And we're not, a fr- we're not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. So we'll share out those links. This is your reminder that you can always find us on Anchor, anchor.fm, and look for The Simplicity Show. You can find us on iTunes, or you can always visit our blog at simplicity.coop slash blog. You can find all of our episodes there. We would love it. If this is the first time you're listening, if you jump back and look at some of our back catalog, we have had lots and lots of fun making these, and um, they still pay us to do it. So get in on that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what am I saying? What are you saying? Thank you. To, uh, f- I can talk. So we're, we can do this. We're going to get to the end. Yeah. I'm with you, buddy. It. I'm with you. Kay. This is me carrying you over the finish line. Come on. <laughs> Thank you for hanging in there with us, listening to the end. Keep an eye out for those phrases that you say. Let us know which Wisconsin or not Wisconsin things that you notice in your day-to-day. This is Sue and Vince signing off for now, and we'll see you next time. (laughs) 